0: Welcome to the Blue Collar Pastor. I am Pastor Nick. I'm joined with Pastor Justin and Pastor Nate today. What's up? Um, and <laughs> today, um, Nathan's turn to get the topic.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, which should be fun. I'm kind of f- afraid now, but. Yeah, uh, are we scared? I am scared. Um, <laughs> I'm shaking, no, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, it's your turn to do it. So I, I'm yeah. curious how uh, how this will go. And...
1: I don't remember the last time I brought something out. Was it the first? Well,
0: last week, technically you did last time oh we that's right I did. Did. yeah did. Um,
1: all right but dang it's your turn justin it's yeah uh, i keep i keep
2: passing <laughs> the load. Just, three, yeah. three in a row justin's got
0: early onset dementia every time <laughs> i got an idea for a
2: topic but i forgot i, I forget <laughs> i think of right. something and then i'm like oh like, what was it i forgot yeah and the topic so too, too like just so
0: people know like we have no idea what this is yeah
2: um
0: we've just i mean from our early what we originally planned on doing with this podcast and stuff was yeah. you know talk to experts do this but then we just kind of came to the idea like we're gonna have a conversation Let's do what we
1: would do. Conversation based encouragement.
0: Correct. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, that's
1: kind of what you want to yeah. call it. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully
0: we don't get in any trouble today, but you never know. Um, yeah, as long as my mouth is involved, going could be trouble. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So why don't you bring it? To
1: All us? right. Well, I, so l- not last time, two shows ago, we did one on homeschooling, right? So it's the importance of home education, parents and their responsibility and privilege of being able to guide their children. We talked about different, you know, benefits of just all sorts of different things going on. So that brought me to something that I don't think anyone could really argue against, but they're out there, I'm sure. Okay. So Deuteronomy, let me start with the the passage, right? Deuteronomy chapter six, starting in verse four says, listen, Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. These words that I am giving you today are to be in your heart. Repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you sit in your home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Bind them as a sign on your hand and let them be symbols on your forehead. Write them on the doorpost of your house and on your city gates. So, the topic yes is family worship. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Home okay. or someone would say family devotions. Yeah. So why I tried to segue from homeschooling mm-hmm. is this area I believe is one that is without excuse mm-hmm. important, mm-hmm. right? It's one of those things that. Yeah, people can argue about who wants to educate kids, but when it comes to the privilege and responsibility of being Christian parents, to open up the Word of God before your family and let them feast upon the truth of God's Word is so important. Mm-hmm. And, and and it really establishes the household, the structure, the culture, right? The culture mm-hmm. of your home, the culture of a church, mm-hmm. and ultimately the culture of society if parents are doing this, yeah. right? So, like I said earlier, how have you done that? How, what's your experience with the, uh, family worship? Mm-hmm. What's the what's the privileges and the blessings that you've seen come along into your family? When you know some people do it once a week, mm-hmm. I know many pastors who pick out a day and they go, "That's the day we mm-hmm. all get together and we open up God's Word." Some try to do it daily, work schedules. You know, there are also all sorts of things mm-hmm. you can do it. But are you doing it? And is it a blessing?
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know, it's yeah. the, the simple. I, but
1: well, I, yeah, I don't mean like you, but I mean but you. Everyone out there, are you doing it? <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it is. I think you're. I know nailing you on the head, right? But you nail on the head with the importance of it. Yeah. Like homeschooling can be debated. Um, public right. schooling can be debated. But like that text you just read, it's hard to debate with that. Like yeah. you want to argue with God's word that should be happening. Um, and it's it's training ground for your kids. Like that we don't think of it that way because I think and and I my brain immediately goes to this idea that why people don't do it. Hmm. That's Um, a good, there's
1: a topic right there to discuss.
0: The the reason they don't do it, and this is going to get into history a little bit, because historically, like in the last, let's, I I, was funny, I was reading on uh, the other day on, I think I was reading, uh, ah, whatever, but they were talking about homeschooling, Hmm. or not homeschooling, about Sunday school. And in it, they point out the original, like where it started. And it was actually in a, Back in the day, this is the, I believe it was the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Somebody probably will correct me on that, but I believe it was the 1800s. And there was, families were families doing worship at home. And, but this one pastor, evangelist, or whatever he was, recognized that all these kids, parents were neglecting it. So he started the Sunday school movement mm-hmm. to bring these kids so they would get that, you know, because the parents were neglecting. He said, well, the church is going to take care of that though. If you're going to neglect it, we'll take care of it. So that became the reason for Sunday school to begin. Now, what's transferred is kind of like when you get into the um, the fundamentalist movement, like with Machen and the the Five Fundamentals and whatnot. Like over time, it becomes, oh, wait a minute. Sunday school is now for the church. And then it becomes Sunday school's discipleship. Yeah. And so what's the purpose in having home devotions? We do that on Sundays at Sunday school when the kids are with the Sunday school teacher. And I think some of that has come from a lack of understanding the biblical way, which to me, I'm saying it is biblical to do it with the parents, doing it with the children. Yeah. It doesn't say Sunday school is bad. I'm not saying that at all, <clears throat> um, but I'm rather saying mm-hmm. that it, it, it's been allowed to take the place of family devotions because right. that's for your disciple.
1: Yeah, and I could see someone taking that history and putting a positive spin on it, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, okay, that's cool. So Sunday school is for those parents who who don't do it."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think, but maybe that man should have said instead of saying, "Let's start a Sunday school for your children," how about he addressed the fact that the fathers aren't doing it? Yeah. Well, I think right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: But wasn't it wasn't it an evangelistic thing?
0: It was. It was totally evangelistic so on that end of that too. But
2: but like if, they, yeah. these parents weren't doing it. Is that they were going out to kids that that didn't know the Lord or well, their they, parents uh, weren't in believers. In, in, the they, that they, yeah, in the book, he said that they. In the book,
0: he did say that he was going because he knew, like the families of the church were doing it. So he went, there's other families outside of there that aren't doing it. So those kids need the word of God. Yeah, yeah. So they would bring them into the church and it was evangelistic completely.
1: Yeah.
2: But he
0: also recognized this way I'm doing what the family should be doing.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. His rationale is the
0: family's yeah. not doing it. So we're going to do it and we're doing evangelistic.
1: But you bring up a good point, like the bus ministries, yeah. right? Where they go into uh, communities mm-hmm. where parents didn't go to church or they weren't Christian and they'd bring them in and teach them about Christ and bring them home after yeah. church. You know, those are valid. Yeah, you those know, are great. Really good. Yep.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Lots of people have been saved through those ministries. God yeah, uses those. that's happened to me. Continues to, continues to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, but the, but going back to the question, like the the place for the Christian home. I, who was it? Luther or somebody said like the Christian home is basically a small church. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think it was Luther. Yeah. Remember, you know the quote I'm the talking Catholic
2: about.
0: Henry. Matthew Henry might. Have, yeah, it was Matthew yeah, Henry. I think was that's Henry, right. Yeah. But but it has that place, and the father being the priest. Or the yeah. the pastor or shepherd, I'm going to look at it, um, but that should be our way.
1: yeah, I mean, and when you strip it down to its basics, I mean, what did Jesus say? Uh, his example of of preaching the gospel or mm-hmm. the Word of God is is likened unto seeds, mm-hmm. right? And so when we open the Bible, we're casting out seeds of God's truth into the hearts of our children, mm-hmm. right? And then we trust God to do to bring the increase. Right. And and it may take a while. Um, I was speaking with someone to say that said that you know, sometimes we radically come to the Lord, which was my experience, mm-hmm. night and day. And then some people gradually come to the Lord. They're either raised in the church and they hear it and they hear it, and then years later, God chooses to bring life out of that. The seeds have been planted. Mm-hmm. You may find a hard heart in your child, right? But the word will just pound away at it, right? And you just trust. You open the word, you read it to them, you instruct them. And, and then you just pray and pray, right? Yeah. But if you're not doing that, we're, and they're, they're not getting it in the world, yeah. right? So whose responsibility is it, mm-hmm. right? But it's not just that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't look at it that way. I look at it as a privilege. So, it's such a blessing.
0: So let me throw a question to you guys because it's got me thinking of a direction. What are your thoughts? Like what, what should encompass family worship? Oh, that's good. Let's, let's get to the bare bones of it. Like, So let's say somebody's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it is. And I don't know where to start. How yeah. would you encourage that? What would you kind of have
2: them do? So. Well, I think that scripture is, you know, talks about as you're going, as you're living, as you're moving and walking and eating and all these things. So it's like almost like not just a lot of times when I think of family worship, is like, okay, this, this specific time during the week where we sit down and we have basically a little church service yeah. or something. Yeah. And then that's our, that's our family worship instead of like, which is good. And we should do that. And that there's, that's profitable, but it's also like, Throughout your life, throughout your days, like your children seeing you go to the Lord and worship the Lord and and seeking him and and you bring them along with you in that, you know, so it's almost like in different situations that come up or pointing them to the Lord and, and wherever they're at or whatever's going on or so it's like more of like a life thing i say, i think yeah. too you know so yeah. it's like both of those yeah
1: because sitting down was involved yeah all right
2: so that could be a time when we open the
1: word but then all the other times walking on the road you know coming yeah. in the house seeing it you know
0: yeah because like, like that texan yeah you know it's everywhere just put it put on the door post put it on your right post of the city put it everywhere
2: yeah like, Cause, yeah because we can get it down a check box that, yeah you know, like exactly. oh if i did exactly family <clears throat> yeah. worship but then did i have your kids see and you follow the lord and Studying yourself and praying mm-hmm. yourself and, mm-hmm. and bringing them along in that or, or asking them questions about things at certain times. Yeah. and Just letting the spirit guide you in that, I think, too, because yeah. I don't know, I can get pretty like checkboxy. Yeah. And, I, like I and, you know, yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah. I got this workbook and this workbook yeah. and try to do this and that. And yeah. it's like, you know, but uh, have an overflow of. Right. Of how you live
0: and you know i think that's you know that's kind of that discipleship me- method too of because we think of discipleship in the in the realms of sunday school it's this, but it's but biblical is walking along the road mm-hmm. and teaching as you go and seeing your life and spending that time with people that's that's what kids need mm-hmm. like i i mean when my my kids don't want to do it as much anymore because they're getting older but when they're younger they always want to go anywhere i was going like mm-hmm. i'm yeah. going to do this at the church and they still to this day like we're gonna go up there and serve and you know fix some stuff yeah, they, or whatever yeah. they yeah. want to come with me and serve in that capacity but they're seeing like that that love and then but the, the time of like I, I would always say it's worth like you mentioned at least once a week sitting down and say, okay let's just open God's word together and do something and that can to me I'm like simply put it could be just one one of the things we've done before that's kind of fun as I said pick a number between one and sixty six the kids. They pick a number. Okay. That's the book of the Bible. Now they are challenging dad mm-hmm. to find something in that text that we can read and talk about Yeah, and something that's because sometimes you get into the, the prophets and you're like, oh gosh, how, you know, I don't know. that I I, mm-hmm. I don't know everything like, no, yeah. you know, and some of those you're like, okay, well, I got to refresh my mind on what was this written for and so on. So it's challenging, yeah. but it, it kind of makes mm-hmm. a fun thing for the kids too, because they can see dad kind of struggling with it a little bit, but it brings some good conversations.
2: Yeah. And to know that your kids see that yeah, yeah. you're looking, you know, yeah. you're seeking to, and like, because as your kids get older, like minor, minor older. And, um, like, so, so you think like your wife, okay. So do you, do you have a time with, you know, okay. My wife and I, we sit down at this time during the week and we, We study the Word of God together, and we no, we don't. I don't do that. I mean, you know, it's like as we're talking, and we're like, "Oh, what does the Lord do here?" and "What does the Scripture say?" And like, it's not like you have like, okay, my wife and I are going to sit down and have like, you know, (laughs) two
0: o'clock every yeah, every
2: Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, as as they get older, I guess it changes or whatever. Yeah, more in the like like us. Like we're not sitting down in Bible studies, but when we talk, we're talking about the Word, and we're talking about that's the kind of like where you really you learn together and grow together, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's. I don't know I just really enjoy that and it's like living and loving each other through that I and mean, it's really good really fruitful, yeah so you
1: know? you, so you're like saying like part of the the joy the responsibility of a husband and a father is that we should be in the word enough to where it's coming out of us yeah in our daily life yeah so when a situation arises you can say um okay son well what does the word say mm. and instruct them and in they as they go in mm-hmm. that decision making or whatever it is or say a sin happens. And you can lead and instruct. I know a major sin happened in my life, or I was sinned against as a child, and that was the first time I learned about God. Mm. Because my dad said, "Well, he shouldn't have done that to you, because this and what? Well, oh, because and he just started explaining God. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm. then so just as you go,
0: yeah.
1: Um, I, I, but others have the freedom. So my situation is different because. I have the freedom to actually set a date or time. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean? and that's good, yeah. So my kids know the first thing we do before school is we'll get into the Word.
2: Mm-hmm. And we
1: just recently made the choice, rather than trying to decide what we're going to look at, and we're, we're just going to go from Genesis to Revelation. That way we always know. And yeah, so my, my problem or my solution to like what you are talking about mm-hmm. before is I'll read the passage by myself in the morning. If I know it's going to be hard, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. in the law or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to look for Christ in this passage, so at least I can give them yeah. the chew on later, mm-hmm. you know. So that's helpful. But yeah, yeah everyone does it different. Yeah, having yeah.
0: yeah, and for little kids too, it's it is important to have kind of. It might be more yeah, important more to have scheduled time no, yeah, yeah. because. I mean, just admit. I mean, kids are chaotic. And, yeah, and I just incorporate in
1: their homeschooling. Exactly. Yeah. So that's
0: all. Yeah, and that's the blessing you have working from home, home based yeah. business, all that. Like you can for that time. Other people, like myself, nine to five type job. Yeah. Like that's not as doable. Now I do work from home, uh, but I don't have the freedom. Like, okay, guys, because the kids are homeschooling, going out. Like, okay, Corey, we're going to do this for forty five minutes because I'm robbing my boss, and that's not right either. Right. Right. Um, but taking the time later in the day, it may be dinner time. It may be some nights. You know, like record. especially yeah. as pastors like the three of us our time at night is always different too yeah so sometimes for us it might be like you know what tonight we can't do it right. because i have somewhere to be yeah and there's you know we're on the road we're doing stuff we've got you know so it's it, i guess the end of the day i'd say don't beat yourself up if you can't do it every day
1: exactly but And just, on that, yeah, yeah.
0: find that time and and if you have to if if it works better to just find the time because you know what if we don't put the time we'll never do it yeah that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to do that. But other times, like Justin's saying, other times, it's like man, they're older. I'm just walking. I know the Lord. I think of that quote yes, I mentioned older. today mm-hmm. was you know of of what he said about uh, John Bunyan that he bleed bibline. Yeah, like you mm-hmm. prick him anywhere and he bleeds bibline. I think that's the way to be. If we're in the Word enough, yeah, we, it is our guide. It is telling us what you know what how we should be like that should overflow into our families and our kids. Yeah. That like we're pouring it out and everything we do is it's scriptural, like in the sense that we're trying to teach lessons.
1: And you know, I'm glad you brought up beating yourself up too, because that's another part that I wanted to mention about, especially when you get little kids is it doesn't have to be a full on service or yeah. sermon or an hour, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you could read a chapter, a Psalm in like ten, five minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a lot of times what we'll do. Yep. Like, especially if the day was really long and I worked really hard and I got Ten minutes. Okay, okay, guys, just read Psalm one. Mm-hmm. You know, read it and pray. Boom, done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But you know, I, I love that I can interrupt their day of of just TV, you know, playing, yeah. just the distraction of life with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. I just, I, I it's such a joy in our ho- in our house. You know what I mean? And then to see, and you, you got those times where the kids are like. <laughs> you know what i mean and then there are times like
0: oh i get that yeah. now
1: and that's just worth it too
0: yeah the more time you spend talking about them, the more you see your kids they start to adopt that too mm-hmm. like i i think about my my one daughter she goes to pro- private school um, great kid super smart abby's brilliant little girl mm-hmm. uh, but she was so we spent enough time it was funny because she's like her dad in a lot of ways where she likes to, you know, we'll have a friendly debate. Like I, I'm <laughs> less like it today than I was young when I was younger. Yeah. But she would they were talking about something and she was like, she started <laughs> debating predestination with them. Like that's what God's word says, like God ordains people to salvation. No, no, no. God wouldn't. And she was like, she come home and her next spot, Dad. This is gonna happen tomorrow, and I want to continue this conversation. I need it, so we sat out in my pub. We talked for a good couple hours. I gave her R. C. Sproul's. Everybody's a theologian. Said, "Here, this is for you, honey. It gives you some of the answers. I want you to read it. send her some stuff by Sproul because Sproul is always a really good teacher on that stuff. Yeah. Like let her deal with it. And she took it to school. And was like not afraid to like. This is what God says. This is what the Word of God says. Deal with
1: that. Are these happening like in between class or in class? No, they
0: have uh, uh like um Bible time together, like a devotion time every day. Um, which is pretty cool she actually had every kid has to bring a devotion at some point it's not like a preach it's like a devotion nice. of god's word and she wrote a wonderful one out and you got to read yeah. it to everybody and she it was cool because she was like i'm just gonna share the gospel and i was like yeah <laughs> do it and she basically just shared christ like y'all need jesus so i was like yeah that girl that's, <laughs> that's what good. you do it's not you're not yeah. <laughs> if it was a sermon it would have been another
1: thing but no it wasn't it was a devotional and <laughs>
0: it's part of their school As they have to structure it and Presented, but I was yeah, like, yeah.
1: Honestly, in today's age, there's probably kids in that school I've never heard the gospel.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm you know? positive of it. Yeah. You know, but it's the parent's job. That's that's a, that's at the end of the day, that's that is where it all falls to. Mm-hmm. Like devotions, what is the purpose? So your kids would know Christ. Yeah. Would be in Him, um, and also they would grow in Him. Like, yeah. if, if your kid doesn't know that, I, I mean, I'll that's probably gonna get me in trouble. If your kid doesn't know that, then you failed. You're not doing your job. Yeah. <laughs> and that will fall back on the parents, that responsibility. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you say, man, I haven't done, now I'm feeling guilty about it. Thanks for making me feel guilty. Well, don't feel guilty. Yeah. Rather, do it tomorrow. Yeah, don't, start. don't, neg- just start because the past is forgiven anyways.
1: Yeah. You don't need Bible study books. You don't need just no. open the word of God and explain it to your kids, mm-hmm. you know, teach them what the Lord, what he's like, yep. you know? Spend a couple days or whatever it is talking about the character of God, Mm -hmm. you know, let them know what he's like, because, you know, our minds, we're so twisted, Mm -hmm. right? And we can get him wrong in so many ways. Mm -hmm. That's why the word of God is so important. Point them to God and what he's like, Mm -hmm. you know, the attributes of God. uh, I mean, you name it. Just the Ten Commandments. I mean. There's so many things you can teach children on yeah. the Bible.
0: You can you can walk through John, the Gospel of John. Yeah, I mean, it's what, what a wonderful display of Christ and who He is. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me ask, I'll throw another question out there. What about singing and family devotion?
2: Oh yeah, that's yeah. All, that, yep, we used that's to do, do it quite a bit, and <laughs> we haven't done it in a while actually. That's, yeah. real, that's really good. I like that. Do yeah. your kids
0: like it? Do they? Do your kids like it? I mean, uh, you, Eli gives us a thumbs yeah. up, um, so he likes Hang it. Out. Yeah. Mm. What are your thoughts about that, Eli? About like family singing. devotions and singing?
2: Good good okay that's, that's good right. right? oh
0: yeah they can hear oh me. oh yeah my,
2: yeah my son elijah back there yeah. <laughs> but he's a man he's though. a cameraman yeah <laughs> he's the cameraman.
0: he's and the camera is actually facing us and the thing display he's not really a cameraman he's just our he's I'm our here. he's our warmth keeper yeah he's yeah. the keeper yeah. of warmth back when we
1: used to sing a lot together <laughs> here mm-hmm. in the pub that's when and then we got the salter
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, we should to do it at home quite
2: a bit mm-hmm. and then we just kind of slowly stopped we should start doing it again Yes. Yeah, I think it's uh, yeah singing is really um, blessing, you know, because even in that for family worship, like if you just sing a couple of hymns and pray, because you're yeah. that is, as long as they're good biblical hymns, you're teaching through the mm-hmm. hymn, and then that stays in your children's head as they grow up, and they you yeah. know they can recall that a lot easier, you know. So like just growing up in that. Yeah, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. That's is good about to, hymns, too. To hear kids yeah. sing to the Lord, too. Is really hymns, a blessing. you
0: don't need any tools. You don't, you don't, <clears> you, yeah. do, you can just literally sing with it. Yeah. And uh, it
2: may sound horrible, it might sound wonderful. Who knows? But with the whole family, it, it always sounds yeah. great, oh, you I know? know right? like, and
1: you can change it up sometimes. I'll just have them read the passage. Mm-hmm. Or they'll take turns yeah. reading a portion mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, you know? that's another point, too. And I, what I would really love to do, and I don't know if I remember the name, it's, is it Bible Project? Where yeah. they'll draw yeah. it out as they explain, like, the whole... Like a whole book mm. so i'm like all right we're about to read say you know exodus we're going to watch this first so we can get a big like big scope of what we're about to learn yeah or we go back and watch it and say hey that's what that was. because i mean as you read through it mm. after like three weeks you're like i don't remember what we're talking about mm. that's such a great uh youtube channel
0: yeah i guess so I, I i mean really what we're saying is you should do it it's a blessing don't neglect your kids of it. Scripture tells you you should be doing this. Yeah, What it looks like will be different from family to family. Right. That it's going to take the shape of what God's blessed you with. Those children, where are they more attentive to? You know, what yeah. can you do? Um, but the point is to do it. Yeah. And don't don't relegate it to the church. It's not the church's job to, to disciple your family. Mm-hmm. That you as the father are... At, and if there's no father in the home, it's mm-hmm. a single mom, it's still your job. Oh. Like, take ownership to that and just... just you can't screw it up that bad unless you get into a bunch of heresy.
2: Um, yeah. yeah. What do you really want for your kids?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, And I think like, yeah, the the age we're talking about Mm -hmm. before, like the age differences, but as they grow, like the the purpose is to have your kids now seeking the Lord on their own, you know, Mm -hmm. and and go into the word on on themselves. And so like, as they grow, you can have them even, okay, we're going to study this next week or whatever. And you, you study this and lead this as you're in there. And, you can bring something to the yep. family worship next time. That's a great idea. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the whole point is to have them seeking the Lord on their own, not right. not depending on dad or mm-hmm. a exactly. pastor at church or whatever, but just them and the Lord and the word, you right. know, and, and that's and, beautiful. <laughs> and you instruct them in that
1: so that when they grow up and get married, they now continue in their household. So you're establishing generational worship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where they're doing it with their kids, your grandkids, that's right? Idea. And then one time I had you over, yep. right? And I said, Nick, we want to leave the family devotions, right? Yep. And we all just, two families sat there and read the God's word. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <clears throat> and then just, yeah, I'd love to see that, to have my kids carry that on.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, if people are, for our tens and tens of listeners, like, we're always available. You know who like, you are. You want to reach out to us, like, hey, I need some help with this. Like, yeah. we would be glad to. Like, we're, I think this is the blessing of it. It's God's word. Like, it's. Yeah valuable i don't most especially if kids get older a good lesson to go through is like the history of the bible in the sense of how we have it in english yeah, because yeah. that will yeah, it, it really is a thing that we miss we can take it for, for granted i've got a bible here there's bibles up there there's bible on my app there's or my uh, tablet there's bibles on your phones because everyone we can take for granted how hard it came
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and oh, to yeah. give
0: them that love for it does sometimes start with what god did to preserve it yeah, and right. what God did to get it in your hands today. And it's so so much so that everybody has access to it around the world if you have a phone. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, it's really those. an
0: amazing thing.
1: Yeah, the story of Tyndale and yep. Gutenberg, printing press. And yep. Yeah, we I out I mean, those stories.
0: So our encouragement, though, is like, do devotions with your family.
1: Yeah. You know, and... and yeah, and there's no, like you said, there's no instructions. Yep. This is literally instructions. Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. yep.
1: Right? Or as you go, you're saying, just yeah. it, let the word of God be the thing. That yeah.
0: It can even be That's like, you know, if you if you, I read this today, so I'm gonna read my family later. Like it could just be as simple as what are you doing for your devotions? Yeah. Turn yeah. around and do that with your family. If you're really struggling, like I really don't know where to start, grab uh Spurgeons morning and evening. Read yeah. that with your family. Yeah. Like it can be as simple as that to get you going. Mm-hmm. And over time you'll see God will develop in ways where your kids will hunger for more. Yeah. And you'll be able to
1: feed that. Right. Or take the sermon from yeah. Sunday and just use that text of that Sunday yep. night and mm-hmm. say, Hey guys, what did you think about this? Yep.
0: Just yeah. start with one day. That's all it takes. Just start yeah. doing it one day. And if you fail, it's all right. Do Pick it up again the next day or next week, whenever your, your family can do it, and spend that time purposely in it. Yeah. And like Justin said, don't neglect either of those times where you're walking down the street and there's application and there's God's Word coming out of you because you've spent so much time in it. Yeah. And you know, don't be afraid.
1: Yeah, a lot of times God is teaching us as parents and adults. And it doesn't hurt sometimes to relay that to your children. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, you know, yeah. you know, the Lord showed me the other day. You know, and then, and we don't get how. Like I remember, like so many things as a child sticks in your head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's one or two things that really stand out. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes parenting, the kids will. It's just the flow of life, but there's that one incident where, man, I remember my dad just turned to us and just told us what God was trying to show him, mm-hmm. right? And it's just you're not thinking anything of it, but mm-hmm. somehow God uses that, mm-hmm. right? And boom. He mm-hmm. brings life, and you know what I mean. Cause mm-hmm. Gospel is powerful. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. family, family endor- no. devotions
0: are important. and yeah. they've been neglected, and just historically in the last, I mean, you can say pretty, pretty fairly that it's been neglected um, yeah. for a long time, and it's almost something that needs a, a bit of a revival, and you know, a, a revival of.
1: We do. We need yeah. households of faith. Yeah,
0: because that's how <laughs> I, I just read an article. Um, I think it was on not the Bee, I believe it was on. They were saying that the, we're going to have a crisis in America with lack of people. And if we don't let all these illegal immigrants in, that we're going to be like down because people just aren't having kids. Hmm. And I, I think, yes, that's an issue as Christians. We should have personally. I think we should have lots of kids as best we can. As long as, long as the Lord opens the womb, like continue having kids. It's good. Uh, it's a blessing. Trust me. Um, it's hard, but it's a blessing. Um, but what we, more, what we need more than the people are just people who know the Lord. Like hmm. That's a good start.
1: Yeah.
0: And if our children know the Lord like they've been raised to, the, in the Christian household, um, God can do a lot with a little. He always has. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, open your mouth. You don't know. And I, I, I see the blessing. Like, you don't know where your kids going to be, anyways. Yeah. Like, the Lord's got a plan for them. Right. He's going to do something with them. Right. And you might as well just help them along. Like, God's yeah. giving you these kids, and they're on loan. They're going <laughs> back to Him eventually, anyways. <laughs> nope. You know, so spend that time with them. So, yeah, it's worth every minute.
1: Yeah. And um, OK, so let's get a little more in trouble. OK, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, gosh, thanks. Boy. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, so what do we really want? We want a Christian culture. Mm-hmm. Right. And we already know from what the Bible says, is that the meek shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. Right. That Christian culture will grow. The kingdom of God will expand like the waters that fill the earth. And we also know that the pagan society will crumble. hmm. Right. And so with a big vision in mind of teaching generations, the Lord over and over again, what do you think is going to happen? Right. Right. We're going to rebuild upon the ruins of this fallen world because God has established the righteous, but we'll pluck up the wicked. Right. And who are those? Those are our children. Those are our grandchildren. Those are our children's children. Right. And so to take that serious and go, no, we're building a kingdom here. And as a dad or a mom, I am want to take this serious yeah. and pass this knowledge on. Mm. I mean, even if you didn't look at it that way, even if you didn't have a post-millennial view, just the simple fact that you want your kids to, to be saved, yeah. <laughs> right? And where, how are they going to be saved other than through the Word of God and the Gospel? Mm.
0: Yeah, uh, Doug Wilson's <clears throat> book, uh, Rules for Reformers, great book. Yeah. If you've ever read it, it's a fantastic book. But in that, he actually talks about that, like, as generationally, as we should be starting these wars, Like we should be fighting these battles, realizing that, you know what, this is a long war. If we don't start it, it'll never start. And when we start it, we train the children, the next generation and the next generation to continue that. Because we might not see the victory in that war, but our children's children may. Mm -hmm. And we have to get them ready to go to battle. Like they're in boot camp because guess what? Mom and dad will go away. We'll be with the Lord. Our kids will still be here. And are they still fighting or did they give up? Yeah. Did they give up the fight? We started a battle that they they never even got into. Yeah, like it's really is training. It's like boot camp for these kids to be able to to engage the culture
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and make strides for Christ because that's right. that's that's what we're to do. Right, mm-hmm. like, we are post millennial, all three of us, and maybe we haven't discussed that yet. That'll get us in some trouble. Um, it's
1: fun times. Yeah, but.
0: But you're right. Like you can't think of me and my generation. You have to think of the next generation, and some of that comes to training.
1: Yeah, definitely in training. You so. know, and obviously people hear war and battle, and they're going to put a negative spin on yeah. it. Yeah. But speak the truth in love. Yeah. That's what God tells us to do. Right. Yeah. And and so when you have a, a culture who can't discern between some very fundamental things, basic anatomy and stuff you know what i mean that all self-destructs but the families that are growing and i know the difference in the, you know what i mean right. there is it that's just there's health in that it's right. historic from the very beginning right yeah. that's how cultures have operated
0: yeah, I, I just totally think of uh, of the idea that you know the churches are shrinking you're know, all the time the church is shrinking in america yeah. shrinking 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 sure it is but some of that can be staved off by having kids not gonna lie, like the best evangelistic tool you have is having kids.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it, because it's the next generation. Mm. You know, it's continue this progression yeah. of God's kingdom growing on earth. It happens by Christians having kids, raising them to know, love the Lord, yeah. and sending them out, yeah. shooting them out like arrows.
1: Yeah, on the what's that text again? Psalm. Um, Psalm. Yeah, uh, something about they're like yeah. children like arrows. Arrows in the hand of a warrior. Yep. And mm-hmm. so, what's the purpose of an arrow? War. It's yep. to hit the target beyond our reach. Mm, yeah. Right? So, like the beyond our reach is future. Like we're going to end up, we're going to go to glory one day, but our kids can boom, hit the target that God has prepared them for. Yeah. You know, like the children of Israel, God brought them out and he left them in the desert because they were disobedient and unbelieving, mm-hmm. but he used that next generation to go into Canaan, mm-hmm. right? And, and take the land. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. So, so if we've been unfaithful in this generation, we pray that God will use our children to be faithful. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I, I pray that my children are five times the person I am. Yeah, in mm-hmm. Christ, like mm-hmm. they know Him more, they love Him more, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's just yeah. I want, I don't want my, I want my children to speak good of me. At my funeral, i ain't gonna lie. Like, but here's why. Here's what I want them to say, though. I don't have to say my dad was a good man. I want to say my dad loved Jesus. Yeah. And he taught me to love Jesus. Like that's all I care about. I could care less about anything else. Yeah. Status. That, that's money the, what I want on, my kids mm. to think good of me. Of like, Dad always pointed me to Christ.
1: Yeah. From the,
0: when I was little on down, he just always pointed me to Christ. Yeah. That's all I want. That's the yeah. good I want them to speak of me. That that's I knew that. my God and yeah. I'm with Him now. Yeah. That's
2: all. Yeah, you because know? that's the one lesson. You should really. That's the only lesson that you need to teach your kids. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No,
0: right, yeah, right. if you get one thing from me, kids, yeah,
2: you need Christ. And you need Jesus. So and,
1: do and, I and yeah, to go. Exactly. You know, you <laughs>
0: need the gospel, kids. Right, yeah. You need Christ. So yeah.
1: yeah, and that's the beauty of just open the Word to them. Mm-hmm. Just show them Christ. Yep.
0: Right. Yeah, because that's like uh, I can't remember his name. That guy, uh, Justin Peters, is it? The guy that's on a wheelchair? Yeah, kind of us. So, yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was him who said, "If you want to hear God speak." You know, read the word of God. If you want to speak, hear him speak audibly, read it out loud. Like <laughs> that's that's what the kids yeah. need to be read out loud to, so that they yeah. would see the, the God who exists and made them. Totally. So, anything else? No.
2: Right, are I you, uh, how
1: about yeah. you are
0: like thirty? You okay, like cool. gave me the thirty-minute mark, so we're, we're awesome. over thirty minutes. We're trying to pull it down a little bit If yeah, we yeah. could talk All for right, hours. Final.
1: Anyone have a final encouraging word?
0: No. Yeah. I'll give the scripture. Yeah, you got go that because yeah. I, I think our, my favorite scripture for this is "Go eat your bread with joy and enjoy it, drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already approved what you do." Mm-hmm. So with that, we'll we'll send you anyway. And thanks for uh, listening, watching, whatever you did for the tens and tens of people, and hopefully our wives watching <laughs> gotcha. that. They're, actually, shoot, they're like thirty percent of our audience. Oh, oh yeah, oh. That's, good. that's good. All right, praise <laughs> Lord. All right, cool. But thank you. We'll see you.